With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yesterday, the two candidates running for mayor of St. Pete, Ken Welsh and Robert Blackman, squared off in a debate on Bay News 9. And joining me now for a breakdown of how it all went, I have senior editor for Florida Politics, Janelle Irwin. Janelle, thanks so much for coming on. And let's start with your top takeaway from the debate. Well, first, before I get into it, let me give a disclaimer here, because I don't want this to sound like there hasn't been hostility prior to this debate. But what I will say is that this is the first time that I have seen the gloves really come off from both candidates, both Ken Welch and Robert Blackman, as consistently as they did last night. I mean, there were daggers thrown over and over and over again. There wasn't a single question that was asked where there wasn't a prolonged back and forth where candidates were given an extra, you know, 30 seconds or whatever to respond because they were attacked in one way or another. So you definitely see with less than two weeks until the election, exactly two weeks at the time that it was that it aired last night, uh, that the candidates are are really uh, upping the pressure and they are not holding back at all. So that was the biggest takeaway. That now, it was, real quick, g- going on the attack, that obviously makes sense for Robert Blackman. He's running well behind Ken Welsh. Uh, does Ken Welsh have to be careful when he punches back or, or how he throws punches because he is in such a good position heading into the election? Well, that's a great question. And I'm going to push back on it just a little bit, because I think what you saw with Ken was less of him attacking Robert Blackman and more of him defending himself against Blackman's attacks. And in sometimes certain occasions that came out with counter punches. So I can certainly see how people would watch that and see, you know, both candidates really going into attack mode. But if you really pay attention to the details of when Ken Welch leveled those attacks against Blackman, they were in response to something Blackman had said about him. Um, So, you know, really kind of to say, okay, well, if he's going to make that argument, then I'm going to point out X, Y, Z as a means to kind of say it's a little bit hypocritical. I'm joined right now by senior editor for Florida Politics, Janelle Irwin, with a breakdown of the St. Pete mayoral debate. Now, in terms of the actual issues they got into during the debate, what did you find to be notable? The first thing that jumped out at me, ironically, was pretty much the first thing that was addressed. And the candidates were asked to respond to a hypothetical scenario in which a white police officer in the city of St. Petersburg shot and killed an unarmed black teenager. And this, of course, is in response to national tensions being super high, uh, you know, over uh, police shootings involving unarmed black men. Uh, and, And the candidates really kind of had similar answers. Ken Welch said, you know, he'd be out in the community. He was, he kind of implied that as a black man, 
he he would be known in the community. Um, and Robert Blackman kind of similarly said, you know, the first thing that he would do would be to go to the scene and get debriefed by the police chief, Chief Holloway. Um, so, so in many ways, their responses were pretty similar. It was about, you know, getting the community to come together and trying to, you know, avoid some of the hostility that we've seen in those unfortunate circumstances in other cities. But something that Blackman said, I think, stood out in that exchange. He started out, what I thought from an analytical perspective was very smart by calling it a murder. Um, and that's smart because activists who protest against police brutality have long been saying that they want the media in particular to stop using terms like officer-involved shooting and instead call it what they believe that it is, murder. So he did that, and it was a nod to those communities who are fed up with these events happening. Um, but then he followed it up, and it, it kind of watered that message down by um, saying that the city should, and I'm, I'm quoting here, give people opportunities so that nobody is having to get in these situations in the first place. And the reason that stood out to me was that it, I think, you know, almost sort of victim blames and says that, you know, these victims of police shootings, even if they're unarmed, is somehow their own fault. And while that is certainly the case in some of the incidents, yeah. it's not the case in all of them. So I think that that's not going to fit well with the you know people of the Black Lives Matter mentality. They also address the climbing homicide rate. And what I find interesting about this, it's not just happening in St. Pete. We heard Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd talking about the situation in Polk County recently. This is happening everywhere. Was there anything about their potential solutions to an increase in crime that we've been seeing that stood out to you? Well, there, and this is another area where even though it was a very heated debate with a lot of uh, verbal daggers thrown at one another, uh, there was a lot of agreement and common ground to be found. Um, community policing um, is a big focus. Uh, there was also talk about um, affordable housing. Uh, you know, people who have secure housing are less likely to commit crimes. Um, there, there was talk about, you know, lifting communities up through educational programs and things like that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think... At the end of the day, it comes down to ideology. And you heard it a little bit, maybe not directly, but certainly subtly in the way that the candidates talked about that particular issue. Um, and I think you get the sense that Ken Welch, who would be the city's first black mayor, is addressing this from a racial equity perspective more than is Robert Blackman. And one example I will give of that, and it seems fairly unrelated, but it's really not, was a back and forth they had about the Science Center in West St. Petersburg. That's something that Robert yeah. Blackman has worked very, very hard on. And, and Ken Welch agreed that it's a, it's a worthy project. But he also noted that it cannot be pitched as a solution for urban neighborhoods when it's miles away from the urban community. 
Uh, so that was that was an interesting part of it too. If you're looking at solutions to these problems in terms of providing resources uh, to keep kids uh, and and young adults out of trouble in the first place. Recapping last night's St. Pete mayoral debate between Ken Welsh and Robert Blackman, I have senior editor for Florida Politics, Janelle Irwin. Now, of course, the raise and the redevelopment, the trap site came up. Tell us about their back and forth on that topic. Yeah, this was one of those instances where uh, substance took a backseat to insults. Uh, and you didn't hear a whole lot from the candidates in terms of specifics. And, and you know, in both of their defense, there's not a whole lot of specifics that you can get into when you're only given one minute to respond to a question. Yeah. So you don't expect them to really, you know, get into the nitty gritty of these complex issues. Uh, but rather what they did was kind of, you know, go back and forth um, with, with various different criticisms of one another. And Robert, one of Robert Blackman's big ones has been that uh, Ken Welch received a $50,000 donation to his political committee from the Tampa Bay Rays. And Ken Welch, what you heard during that portion of the discussion, uh, was him defending himself, pointing out that both candidates had a conversation with the Tampa Bay Rays, and it was Ken Welch who received their contribution and not Robert Blackman. Um, And that was a recognition that he was the best person to them for the job. Um, so, so that was an interesting part of that conversation. But you didn't, again, you didn't really hear much in terms of specifics. Going back into their more detailed policy proposals that we've heard in the past, however, um, again, it's an area where there is some common ground. They both want to make sure that there's attention to, um, you know, honoring the community that was displaced when Tropicana Field was first constructed in the late 70s and into the 80s. Um, uh, you know, there's some differ- differences on how they plan to do that. I think Ken Welch's attention to honoring that community might be a little bit more robust, again, because, you know, he's, he, his family um, was among those who were displaced. Uh, but you didn't hear too much on that last night. One last question for you. We're less than two weeks out now from Election Day. How do you see things playing out in the home stretch? Well, I think voters are probably voters who have not cast a ballot because of these campaigns are smart. They are watching the data and they know they have databases that show who has already voted by mail and who has not. So those voters who haven't yet cast a ballot uh, will probably be inundated with mail. They may be receiving uh, a lot of robocalls reminding them to vote, asking them to get out to the polls. You're going to see a lot of get out the vote efforts in general among both candidates. Um, I think the sort of nastiness that we saw last night is likely to continue through Election Day. Um, But at this point, you know, a lot of voters already have ballots in hand. Many have already voted. Uh, As of yesterday, voter turnout was up to 11 percent. We can expect around 25 percent voter turnout is, is what's typical with these municipal elections, maybe a little bit more if they're successful with their get out the vote efforts. Uh, so those are the activities that you're really going to be seeing now. You know, the sign waving on busy corners, that's going to ramp up here in the next couple of days. I'm sure this weekend will probably be very busy with that. Uh, but the the time has kind of passed for them to lay out anything substantive. So at this point, I think it's really just going to be about getting out the vote. 
senior editor for Florida Politics, Janelle Irwin. You can find her work at floridapolitics.com, and you can find her on Twitter at Janelle Irwin FL with a recap of the St. Pete mayoral debate between Ken Welsh and Robert Blackman. Janelle, thanks so much for the time and insight. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.